welcome to the Pub People Podcast. I'm your host, Proper Brian, and in today's microbrew episode, we bring you a Pub People First, an interview. I am very excited to have Christina of Girls Game Chef on the show. Welcome, Christina. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Hi. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on finally. We've been trying to do this for a while and we keep either missing or... Uh, life we, has we, happened. <laughs> life times. keeps happening. Yeah. So we're really, really happy to have you on the show. Uh, so first up, I guess not everybody knows you, so please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Hi. Hello. My name is uh, my name's Christina, and I um, host and uh, created a YouTube show called Girls Game Shell. Um, and it's a it's a series that reviews board games. I have a bunch of ladies that come and play. I give a little tutorial so that you get the gist of what a game is like, and then I do gameplay highlights intercut with reactions from the girls, and then we kind of have a verdict at the end to decide if this is a game that we want to keep playing or not, if it's going to go on our shelf. Yeah, I really like the way that y'all do that, the 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 on-the-shelf thing. That's a really cool way to say, we like this game or we don't. Yeah, there's been a couple games that we haven't liked, but I don't think those episodes have come out yet. So right now we're one of those shows that's just like, everything's wonderful. Uh, That's Um, honestly how we feel about our reviews. When we do a written or or a video review, it it makes it really kind of hard to review something you don't like very much. And so we end up reviewing everything we do like. It's hard to get an episode of a game that's a dud that is a good episode is is my challenge. And it's it's so much easier to... um, you know, you want to review the games that you love. So yeah. I, I'm yeah, trying to be about better yeah, about that. But the games that I didn't like too, it's tricky when you take it up for a vote because like I'm, I always catch help uh, for not liking code names very much. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I mean, that's it's a good name, but I think honestly, it's just the hype was so great around it yeah. for me. I was expecting like this blow me out of the water kind of game. And I was like, oh, this is a clever game that I feel like I have played like when I was in elementary school for vocabulary mm-hmm. lessons, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's something that a super like good teacher would, would do. Right. Yeah. It's I, engaging. And yeah, it's, uh, great it's, that a way. Good, it's a good way to talk about words, but totally. Um, tell us a little bit, how, how did you get into gaming and uh, uh, like what sparked your interest in, in the hobby? My, my husband is actually who got me into it. I went kicking and screaming because he would play, he started off with, with games like innovation for me, where I was like, mm-hmm. why are you such a jerk? You know? And it's funny now because I, that's absolutely the kinds of games that I love are ones that set you up to be kind of an antagonist to other people, you know? So he got me into it. I had played games as a, as a kid, but it was like categories, Stratego and mastermind and like kind oh, of yeah. those cabin favorites, you know? But, but yeah, he roped me in with dominion was my first like, mm. like oh okay this is cool uh, that's, then that's I, the game that my wife really got into when we when we were when we were started playing together and she had played some other games before that that were hit or miss but uh dominion was the one that's still her favorite so yeah you know why i think it is because a, a lot of us not to generalize but a lot of us ladies love collecting things and deck building games uh-huh. that are exciting that way and the thematic one you can fit it to you like your your personality like i loved like what was it like the witchcraft one where you yeah, can the people. Yes. Yeah. You can stick that in their deck and give them a, a, a negative victory point. Yeah, I like that. So, and then after that, it was it just became a part of our, you know, our culture at home. And Girls Game Shelf came about because I had just had my my first kid, and I I was feeling a little bit of the postpartum blues, you know, mm-hmm. and I I hadn't been able to create anything in a while, 
And uh, my husband's like, dude, you need to do something. And I thought, I well, I need to do something, but it needs to be something that already is a part of my life, something that I already enjoy. And that way I, it could come easily to me, you know? Yeah. So and around that time, I saw a clip of the Cones of Dunshire. Have you ever seen that <laughs> from Parks and Rec? Yes. Yeah, it's yes. awesome. And it made me laugh so hard. I'm like, you know, that's what a lot of shows are missing is this kind of like cut to the moments that give you the feel of what a game is. You know, and then that's kind of the rest of it was like, oh, well, that's what the show should be. It's like something that gives you the feel for what a game is and lets you know about it without having to sit through a long playthrough. That's awesome. You've, you've actually uh, segued straight into the next thing I wanted to, to talk to you about. So Girls Game Chef, you've already kind of given us a little bit of the background on it and how it got started. Where do you feel like this is headed for you and your, well, and and that's, your, and that's your girls? That's an excellent question. The goal of the show right now is, I mean, it started off as, well, let's be a show that gives people the idea of a game so they know if they want to play it, right? So it was kind of geared more towards newer gamers or people who hadn't played the game before, people that want to show it to a friend. It's like, hey, this is the game I was talking about, hence the quick tutorial at the beginning so you don't go in blind. For me, when I'm editing an episode, it's all about what's the story that took place in this playthrough. Because, you know, when you play a game, it's like you go on an adventure with people and you're like, oh, remember that time that so-and-so was a jerk? You know? Those are the best games right there when you can go back and say yeah. that. It's like, do you remember that game? Do you remember that game? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, That's my favorite part about, about board gaming. No, oh, me too. Totally. It's, it's the stories that take place in there, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's how I edited it. I was like, okay, what, what story happened here? And how do I excavate that out of this hour-long place? So that's wonderful, and I love doing that. It takes an awful long time to do that. I think every episode uh, between, from filming to finish takes over eight hours to create. Wow. On our side, we, you know, we, we have a YouTube channel also, and uh, we haven't done quite as much on it recently. We've been focusing more on, the, on our website and the podcast that we're doing. But the recording part doesn't take too long. You know, you get everybody together, you get everything set up. Um, still takes longer than you'd think, but then uh, our, our other, our other Brian, uh, we call him just Brian. Uh, he, Are you the, is that what you're proper, Brian? That's awesome. I'm proper. Yeah. That, yeah. And I don't even know how that came about. So don't ask. <laughs> it just happened. Uh, so he, he did, he does all the editing and, but we, so we get to hear about it and yeah, it, it sounds like it takes a long time. Yeah. I think I'm getting better at it because initially, so the reason things are changing a bit right now, what happened is I had two of my good friends ran a production company and they did editing and production on everything. But we had a crazy thing happen there where the, the gentleman who used to run our, or who was our director of photography had like a heart attack and oh was dead for a few seconds while his wife was pregnant with their like with six months pregnant. Um, yeah. So they, they came back from that, thank God, and uh, we're like, you know, we're, we're moving back home to Tennessee. And I was like, cool, I don't blame you. <laughs> no. No, like, obviously. So um, but that changed the whole show because then I had to learn how to do everything in-house. And that's why mm-hmm. the episodes now, I'm like, oh, this is an awful lot of work, which is great in one way because I have, like, control now mm-hmm. more than I had before. And I, I have found that I really love editing. Like, it's really great. But I want to be able to produce more content. And I'm finding that I'm still figuring out exactly who my audience is. It's kind of varied, mm-hmm. right? So yep. I want to still provide the show as it is in this current format. But I also am thinking about, you know, people have been asking for more serious games, more games on the hotness. And 
you know, longer uh, tutorials and, and playthroughs. So I'm kind of figuring out what the next step is mm -hmm. and how we can provide more content to the people that want it from us, yeah. you know? Yeah, well, I will say I do. I, I enjoy the length of your videos and I enjoy the content. I enjoy the, I mean, you do a really good job of breaking the, the game down quickly at the beginning. Oh, thank you. And, yeah, we, is, we talked about trying to do... For me. <laughs> you know, well, that's not easy for anybody. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about trying to do like five-minute tutorial kind of things on you know some of the hotter games just so that it's not a 30 or 40-minute video of all the rules and everything, but just more of a quick breakdown. And that we've, something we've been like, how do we do that? And I watch your video and I'm like, She's doing it, so it can't be done. I just don't know how to do it yet. Help me what she's doing. <laughs> I also, you know, there's a lot of people that do a really great job at it. Can I can I talk about other people? Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. All right. The, the rules girl I'm super into because they do, like, first of all, she has, like, this awesome accent that, I mean, I adore. And sure. she, um, you know, I think uh, they have a team that, that, that do the graphics that, kind of just make it easy to digest all the information. So, and obviously, you know, there's the, the, the famous, like, watch it played. And there's, I mean, I can go on, but there's, there's a lot of people that do it great. And I'm always watching them going, oh, if only I could be that concise. Lucky for me, the editing tool, I wish I could go around and edit myself throughout my life. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, yep, take that part out. That's not yep. that around. And it helps me to like, just, um, you know, get it down to the wire so that, it's as simple as possible. And then beforehand, I do like a couple of runs of it just to, to get it in my body and be like, all right, if I were really explaining this to somebody who had never seen the game, how would I break this down, you know, into like steps, you know? And so I try to remember that, like phase one, phase two, phase three, whatever. How does a turn go? That's really all they, they need to know in order to be able to watch the episode and be like, oh, that's what's happening there, right? Sure. Sorry, well, you do a great job with it. So that, I mean, and I also enjoy the, like you do a good job of editing uh, down the playthrough. So it's more, you're, you're giving less of a, here's a whole game and more of a, here's kind of how the game feels, right? That's, that's what you said that it's, it's kind yeah. of a goal, right? That's the idea. How does the game feel? What were the moments that were memorable for us? But I also try to figure out a way to fit in like a whole round if it's possible, or at least half a round so that you can see what a round feels like. Because I feel like at the beginning of the show, that that's what people were like, huh? What? Wait, what just happened? Because they didn't get to see like what a full turn was or what have yeah. you. So it's kind of this balance, right? Of, of being like, how do you tell the story, but also tell them what the game is? Yeah, well, that's that's the whole challenge of and and what you're succeeding in with your show. It's really good. Um, the way I gotta talk it, to yeah. you more, Brian, when I'm feeling down <laughs> about an episode. Brian, proper Brian. Yeah, <laughs> and then the the quick cuts, like to the to the kind of the interview style. Uh, oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really enjoy that too. Well, because I I like the people I play with, obviously. So they crack me up. I feel like it breaks up the episode enough to to help tailor. Help, help me draw that story out but like especially like a couple, couple of my friends this last one that i i put together dice forge uh -huh. um, yeah i watched that one just the other day or yesterday oh my god caitlin was cracking me up the entire time i was editing so that makes it it makes it fun to like edit your friends you know uh -huh. so that brings me kind of to my my next question you the title of your show is girls game shelf and you always have you know a group of girls around the table and uh, that's really cool. It shows kind of a, a, a different side than a lot of people see of the hobby. And I think that's great uh, that we're seeing that and more and more uh, podcasts and uh, videos and things like that. And even more and more kind of in the like 
convention scene. Not that I've been to any conventions really, but uh, I hear that that's you know becoming more and more a, a trend. We're seeing more kind of diversity in the people uh, that are there. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk to you about that kind of being, in my opinion, kind of at the forefront of that. I wanted, I wanted to kind of get you some of your thoughts on like diversity in gaming and uh, what that looks like for you as a content creator and some of the challenges that you face. So I guess first, what's it like uh, kind of being active and visible, like an active and visible woman in a kind of historically male hobby that it's, it's coming around, but um, how, how does that work for you now? I guess, you know, it's, that's, that's such a, wow, that's such an interesting question. Cause I guess I don't feel like I am this visible part in this hobby. And I also don't feel like the hobby has been anything but welcoming to me, you know? That's like, awesome. That's great yeah, to hear. It's, it is. I didn't anticipate that there would be an, an unwelcoming thing, but I think, I don't think I understood how much there needed to be a show that was all girls at the time. I mean, now, and I started this a couple years ago when I feel like it was even more rare. And now, like you said, it's lovely, you know, like there's so many shows that are popping up that are women that are, um, you know, different ethnicities and it's, it's awesome. So I don't feel that, that, that I'm necessarily at the forefront but thank you for saying so. So the way that I looked at it when I was starting the show, I, I didn't even think about it. It was kind of this no-brainer decision. Yeah. People ask me, like, why did you decide? I'm like, I, I don't know why I decided. It just felt like that was the right thing to do. That's what the hobby seemed to want at the time, you know, and that was the, it seemed like where the hole was. And it's what I wanted to do. It just like there wasn't a great deal of thought put into it. It was just like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we need to do. And it was accepted beautifully. And there was, there've been he- people here and there, of course, that are like, what am I supposed to like it? Cause it's a girl's game shelf. And I'm like, well, no more than I'm supposed to like man versus meeple because it's man versus meeple, you know? And like, right. that's, that's kind of where I sit with diversity is my job is not to, my job is not to educate anyone. My job is not to push anyone. My job is to normalize it. And yeah. your, um, job, your job is to be there and, and, and do what you like doing. Right. Exactly. Uh, my, my job is to exist and and to not even not make a big deal of it unless it, people ask me because sure. it's it is normal and um, people just need to see yeah it's normal there look there's yeah. a group that of girls that all like to play board games and it's equally important to me to represent women of all ethnicities I'm half Mexican though I look like a white white whitey you know <laughs> and um, I'm you know I'm proud of both sides of my heritage I think when I posted the first video. Someone commented that, wow, it's not only great to see women, it's good to see a woman that looks like me. And I really took that comment to heart. And so because of that one comment, I've, I've made it a point to, to, on my side, go the extra mile to make sure that I extend invitations to many different kinds of women and, mm-hmm. you know, whoever wants to play. So, uh, yeah, that's a long, long-winded answer to your question, I think. <laughs> well, can you can you tell me about have you are there any challenges that you faced people wise um, or just community wise? I mean, no. This, the great thing about this community, I mean, I'm sure you know, is that like everybody is so nice. You know, for the most part, like even as reviewers, there's no one being like, oh, I gotta beat Pub Meeple or I gotta get more viewers or <laughs> you know. It's like when I when I joined, Rob Oren reached out to me and he's like, hey, welcome to the welcome to the community. Yeah. Can I help you with anything? And like Tom Vassell reached out to me and, you know, Keegan Sundry and like all these, these people that I'm like, whoa, thanks, 
guys, you know, and, um, and not just them. Like I've, I've found like community with, with all of us that have like the lower viewers, but are working our, our butts off to produce content. And that it just seems like we're all, all of us, the beautiful thing about it is we all just want there to be more board gamers. Right. Our goal, all of us just want to bring more games. And so the more of us there are, the more that's going to happen. Right. Yep. So I think because of that, people are like, hey, you're bringing in more board gamers. Welcome. And I've never really crossed paths immediately, aside from on the internet, with people that have been like, what are you doing here? You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, I honestly, I can count on my hands the comments that have been negative towards me. Oh, that's great. Um, that, honestly, that's yeah. good. That's good to hear from. I, I, I mean, I I mean, look at me. I'm the, uh, the quintessential, uh, I guess, board gamer. I'm the... Um, the white male dude, you know, <laughs> and um, I try to be. As... The white male dudes have been like the most enthusiastic. I like shut up, sit down. Paul Dean contacted me, and he was like, really? "Hey, yeah, I, I feel like most of the people that have contacted me have been um, people like you that are like, you know, yay, you're, yeah. you're bringing more women into the game, you know." Yeah. Well, then the next topic I want to talk to you about something that's kind of near and dear to both of our hearts is being a parent. And uh, I know that you are a mom. I'm a dad, and uh, being mom. a gamer. Parent fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot um, of us. There's a lot of us parents who are gamers. Yeah. And so, what is it like being? I mean, what is your experience being a parent and being a gamer and being like a media creator? Like you create videos, and you said you spend you know sometimes up to eight hours on you know creating these videos. Like, what what's your experience been doing that? the first part of being a gamer and a parent, I mean, as, as I'm sure you and everyone can relate, it's, it's awesome because like, go oh, put the games, the, the kids, put the games to bed, <laughs> put the kids to bed. <laughs> and then like, Oh, what game are we going to play? You know, cause but we are into video games and games at my house. So it's kind of always a, like, which one do we do right now? And yeah. it's, it's another way for you to connect with your spouse. And it's, mm-hmm. it's not a way that you zone out to watching a show together, which, you know, has its place, but it's, uh, I mean, Games are another way to like to get you closer to your spouse. It's it's a way that sure. we still flirt. It's the way that we still you know learn about each other, and it's it's great. You know, as if it weren't fun before, I feel like it has kind of a new importance in our lives now as parents. And then being a content creator, uh, God, it's tricky. I mean, you know, it's it's just like, especially with how long it takes to create the shows. Um, I'm basically taking all the baby scraps of time that I have to piece together an episode and I'm trying to get them out as fast as possible because, you know, I have people who have subscribed to the channel, people who have supported us on that Kickstarter in 2016. And I full on had to stop putting out videos for a few months because I was raising two kids. And uh, then my husband got called into work 14 hour days, six days a week. Oh my goodness. Yeah, then I lost somebody who was very dear to me. And then, you know, there were some health complications. And then for, for my children, there were health complications. And then I, the, with all that, I was pregnant again and dealing with morning sickness. It was just like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, how am I going to make this work? But I'm, you know, I'm so glad I did a Kickstarter because that really put fire under my butt. Because I'm like, well, you know, people have paid me this money to get these episodes, mm-hmm. and by golly, they are going to get them. It made me um, realize that I, you know, I had an audience, and they deserved to to have their money used as it was intended. <laughs> you know? That's a great point. Um, That's a great point. Maybe, maybe, maybe I could follow the same track. And yeah, it really does help you. You're like, 
yeah, these people out of nowhere that you don't know that supported your show. Mm-hmm. And it really is, uh, it's flattering and it's humbling and it k- gives you a kick in the pants. Yeah. So, yeah, especially like my perks on this last one were like, hi, I don't have anything to offer because I'm new. You know, <laughs> so people who gave really gave because they, they liked what they were seeing. Um, That's really cool. I was, I was actually yeah. going to ask you about your Kickstarter and how did that come about? And was it was it hard to run? Was it, we haven't run a Kickstarter yet, so I'm just you know, curious. It's, it's kind of like that. hard because for that whole month, you're just obsessing over it, right? Because you're like, what do I do to help the Kickstarter? How can I you know, answer questions. How can I become more invisible so that I reach the goal? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like I said, it takes a long time to edit each episode and it takes a lot of time out of my life and I want to be able to create more content. So I couldn't have done this show out of my pocket anymore because we are a one income family. Yeah. You know, so I, made I totally understand that going back to life and parenting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive because it takes time and it takes babysitters and it takes you paying other people to help you create it. And it takes equipment. So what I did with the first Kickstarter, the goal was just to be able to not pay for any of the equipment, the editing software, you know, um, any of the things that the show actually costs so that I could afford to do it. And now I, I do. I am going to run a Kickstarter in 2018, and the goal of okay. that will be to help compensate for part of my time so that I can afford to not take the hit time-wise so that I can do other work and afford to have a family, sure. you know? And that feels really naked to say that out loud, like, oh, I'm going to be asking for money. I'm sorry. You know, there's still that, like... Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay I, no, I get it, but no. Money and, um, we, we're actually running a Patreon right now, and we kind of felt the same way when we launched that. Because uh, you know we're paying for uh, our website and the, all the associated stuff with that equipment for you know our video and our podcasting stuff and all of us are basically one income families too you know the four of us yeah it's so hard because you, then you saddle the spouse with all the kids and uh-huh. you know and it's especially when you have multiple kids it's like those little scraps of time used to be the time that you spent either with your family or with your spouse mm-hmm. so having a supportive spouse is like oh, is everything super. yeah. yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't happen otherwise. So Yeah, my husband actually runs my camera now for me. He's the camera oh, awesome. DP and the sound guy and the lighting guy, you know, because we had to do everything in-house. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. literally couldn't do it without him. Um, Anytime I leave to go do like a like this or, uh, you know, podcast or something like that, it, it's always, well, honey, um, thanks for watching the kids like you always do, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and go. And uh, we, I appreciate your support, you know, and. And that's honestly that, you know, this, this really, really ties into kind of being not just a parent, but a, you know, a family and gaming. Yeah. And so how old are your kids now? Do you, do you mind sharing oh, that? Yeah, no, it's cool. I, I have a, I was like, get her done. Right. So they're all real close together. Uh-huh. I have a three and a half year old, a 21 month old and a four and a half month old. I wanted to have them all close. So they would be close. And I, I just, I also wanted to get back to a normal life. <laughs> you yeah. Know, the first right. year is just a doozy. <laughs> that's, that's the other challenge I'm sure, you know, is like doing this on so little sleep, you know, yeah, I feel absolutely. like I'll, I'll post a video and there'll be a rule missing. I'll be like, Oh, darn it. Oh, should have slept more that night, but there's nothing you can do about it. Cause no. all three kids have needs and they come first. I think so, a lot of times people blame, you know, losing uh, mental faculties on uh, on getting older, but I think it's really just about <laughs> the kids. <yeah>. So. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever getting those scruples back that I lost, no. you know? No, I don't know if they're ever coming back. They're gone. <laughs> they're gone for good. And I'm looking forward to it. 
sounds like you can you're almost too. old enough to play games with though like yeah, you, I, you can play games with them i do i've played some games yeah my oldest too i have, I have uh, twin five-year-olds and we, we play games like uh terror and meeple city we, i have a brand page but um they love that game they love playing that game i mean that we don't get every single rule right every time but that's always a fun one and then uh, animal upon animal is a really good one there's they a, love. God, there's the one with the turtle. The, is it robots or robots? Robot turtles. Robot turtle. Yes, love that one too. Yeah, that, they love just that gave one us too. that, so I'm just waiting until like my kids are old yes. enough to play it. What's that um, segment on um, Board Game Breakfast? It's um, it's Dan and Cora. Have you seen them? They do all these different suggestions mm-hmm. for games to play with the little kids, and they're they're so fun to watch. Uh, I'm always um, watching, going, ah, oh, I'll be there someday. But exactly. You know, then you can share your hobby with your kids, and that I mean, that's even better. Yeah, and that's the reason uh, I kind of picked this as my hobby. It's like, well, I can spend time with my family like this, you know. And Unless you I'm... do a show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then you are taken away. Yeah, it, it does take a lot of time, but it's also like, it's so gratifying when you put it out there. And I do feel like this is a way, this is an outlet for me that mm-hmm. makes me happy. You know, like I'm really happy doing this. I enjoy creating the content and mm-hmm. it's a, for a while it was the only way I got to play board games because we got mm-hmm. so busy. Yeah, I get yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's a, the show is also a big help to me in that I, I love what I'm doing. I love the work. Um, yeah. Well, that's a great point. Like from like you, everybody needs a break, you know, occasionally this provides a great avenue for that, you know? Yeah. So to yeah. get a break and do something you enjoy is great. Getting into your sixth hour of editing, you know, that maybe isn't <laughs> so fun, but, you know, means to an end. Yeah. We're going to move on now to, um, I have no idea what we're going to call this. We're just going to call it right now the microbrew round. Um, okay. Where, um, I ask you several questions and, and we get some, some quick answers. They don't have to be uh, anything too deep or too long. Just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. And so let's have some fun. So All right, first off. Uh, we we always talk about on our podcast what brew we're drinking, and that's uh, whether that's a beer, a tea, or a coffee, or whatever. So, Christina, what is your favorite brew? Oh my gosh, that's so difficult. That's a really tricky. I love all kinds of brews, you know. I think that I'm more of a tea person. I'll drink coffee if my husband makes it because he makes amazing coffee. But for the most part, I I like different kinds of teas. I'm a rooibos fan, but lately, gray and English breakfast have been the, the flavor of the day because, you know, that's sleep. That's sleep Excellent. deprivation. Sorry, I, that, I was, not, that was not a rapid-fire answer, but that's the answer. That's a perfect answer. That's a perfect answer. Okay. Um, so uh, you have a YouTube channel. Uh, what is uh, your favorite YouTube channel that you like to watch? Oh, I think right now I'm on a shut-up, sit-down binge. Uh-huh. Um, I love their show. Gosh, they're so – uh, entertaining and wonderful. Gosh, yeah, they're they're the favorite for me right now. I totally um, get it. They're good. There's so many others too. That's such a tricky question. I also, like I said, I really like the Rules Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I like all the content that Dice Tower puts out. There's there's so many. I'm like going. I'm drawing blanks even because there's so many. I gotta make a post about this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, that's good. Uh, tell me, what is the your least favorite game that you featured on the show? Code names has been my least favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did that one end uh, up on the shelf? I can't remember. It did. It did because two people liked it and two people didn't. And we were like, what do we do in the case of a tie? And we decided that the tie was that we were going to have to play it again um, to, in order to like decide. And I bet you they're going to put it on the shelf because everyone loves code names. <laughs> but it's 
not that I wouldn't play it. It's just that it wouldn't be my first pick. It's, sure. Maybe I just didn't play it with a, with a, it wasn't, you know, the time didn't, it didn't gel or something, but yeah. I feel like that could be a game that really needs the right group too, you know, so yeah. or the right time or the right, you know, kind of group attitude. Okay. Let's see. What is a game that you'd love to feature on your show, but it is like too big or too long? Oh current, gosh. Uh, well, format. gosh, we love rebellion. Um, yeah. Yeah. We love That's rebellion. Um, I really liked Yamatai. I played that recently. Mm-hmm. Um, God, there's all of the long games. We love uh, merchants and marauders is really fun. Shelf, dang. Uh, we got a few back there. Ooh, uh, Battlestar Galactica is great. And there's a lot. There's a lot of games that I really love. And that's part of the we're trying to figure out the next format that will, you know, be good for those kinds of games that don't take too long <laughs> to, yeah. to get out to people. That's why I'm thinking maybe we do playthroughs of those and they're just super long episodes for the people that want that. Sure. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's if people want that or not. It's tricky, isn't it? It is tricky. Yeah. That, that's, that's always the, the hard part is how to fit it in. We actually did a, an episode on Rebellion. It was a playthrough. I, my, my wife uh, agreed to play with me, and we recorded it. So it's a, it, was, it was a long game. But the, did she the, like it? Uh, she liked it a lot. Cool. Um, which it's I was fun. really happy about. So, yeah, it is, no, it's, a great, it's a really fun game, and it's not too difficult. The rules are a little tricky here and there. Well, but What's um, so amazing about it to me is that um, – it's not easy to create a game that that ties in so well to an existing property, you know. Oh, yeah. and, and like you play some I mean, that are just duds that like, like I don't really know what the the hype was over the Hogwarts game because I mm-hmm. think it was a, a standard deck building game. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like I was connected too much to the storyline. Yeah, you know. Um, I know I know it's been said a lot, but that rebellion feels like Star Wars in a box. It does. I mean, you open up the box and it's like brilliant way. It's like oh my god, Red Twenty One, Red Twenty Four, follow me. (laughs) You know, it's like it's awesome. So what happens? um, You know, I I said earlier how I loved your the verdict at the end of your show is does it go on the shelf or not? So what do you what do you do when you run out of shelf space? Oh, we get more shelves. That's the idea. So right now, oh, you know, we have we have a new studio, by the way. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah, we so I set up the shelf and it was empty, right? Because we have we've only done like fourteen or fifteen episodes, right? Something like that. And uh, I was like, wow, this this looks so dink as our backdrop, <laughs> you know? I mean, empty bookshelf. But we we obviously have many many more to play to fill that shelf right now. But you know, the idea is that it will grow substantially, and that I will have a room full of games that we have played. The studio, by the way, if I can digress for a second, makes it super Absolutely. easy. I want to hear about it. Yeah, like you know, it's it's hard because you know, with three kids, to be able to go somewhere that is right next to them, and just to have a sitter come to the house instead of bringing them somewhere and having a set time limit, you know, now we don't have a set time limit. We just you know put them to bed and come out and film. That just makes it so much easier to do episodes. Oh man, I can out. imagine. Yeah, it's a, we've, big, we've, it's a big deal. I've watched that uh, your studio kind of come together and going. I don't want to do that. You know? oh, do it, man. I mean, we we um are still we obviously, as you can see, still have a lot of work to do. It's just we barely got it in working order. We're like, let's film an episode, you know. <laughs> so there's lots more to do, but yeah, cool. I recommend it. So last question: What's the one game if you could put a game on the table right now? Uh, what's the game you'd get out and play right now? If you had the group, if you had you know the perfect group oh. for it, had the time, what would you what would you put on the table? 
So, okay, so I really like stabby games. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I love Cosmic Encounter. Mm, I, I just love that, that game. What's that? That's that's my uh, confession of the day. I haven't played Cosmic Encounter. You should. You should. I mean, so it's um, it's the kind of game where uh, th- there's some things that I feel are a little left up to interpretation because you have these characters and everybody, every time I've played, they get really into their character. I got so much flack for, for when we played it because of kingmaking. But uh-huh. but hey, you can't like not do kingmaking in that game. You no, know, it's, it's, like, it's really part of the game. It's totally part of the game. But people got really mad at me for it. And I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, but I had to do that. <laughs> it was my turn. And it's it kind of set a precedent between me and Caitlin. Um, we're pals, but every time we play now, we're like, ooh, I got you, girl. I got your number. You know, bringing there you are enemies in Cosmic Encounter. Oh, but that's so great because it, you know, every history that you have between someone else that you're playing board games with is just like, oh, it makes every game so much more rich, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And there's so many great characters in that game and it's all about attacking people. So, and so games like that, games like King of Tokyo, games where you can't not be shy in this game and not attack people. You have to bring out the things and bring out some punches. Those are the games that I really like. That's really cool. Yeah, it's not about people getting their feet turned at that point. It's like, you, sorry, you can't get hurt because you have to do it to me, you know? Yeah. So those are the games I like. Tell us real quick um, how uh, our listeners can keep up with you and how they can support Girls Game Show in the future. Oh, well, we, um, you know, we're on all the social medias, although I pay more attention to Twitter and to Facebook. Um, and obviously there's the YouTube channel. Our website is a big pile of dust. Um, you know, eventually it'll be something pretty, but right now it's just kind of a holding dock. For the domain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so I recommend checking out YouTube and Twitter and Facebook. Find us at Girls Game Show. Yeah. Hey, and and come say hello if they have suggestions or, you know, obviously I, I try and listen to our viewers and be cognizant of, of what they are, are liking in our show while also trying to maintain like what the vision of the show is. But it's, you know, it's important to me when I hear comments and feedback. So they could also email me at girlsgameshelf at gmail.com. Oh, great. Those are all the ways. Short of my home address, those are all the ways that you can get in contact. All the digital ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Christina, thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we finally got to get our schedules lined up and got our lives. Yeah, finally. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for the show that you do, and uh, we look forward to seeing what you do in the future. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I love your show. Content creator here.